Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of the Valent Podcast. On this episode, we're chatting about diversifying your business by offering different products and services outside your usual remit. It's been a very strange and uncertain year, and in times of uncertainty, having multiple skills and sources of income can make your business stronger and more resilient. We've had a lot of interest in our online low-carbon heating training courses from gas installers who are thinking about diversifying their businesses by adding renewable installations to their skill set. It's my pleasure today to be joined remotely, of course, don't worry, by Mark Wilkins from Valent. He's our Head of Training and External Affairs here at Valent. Hi, Mark. Hi, Simon. Can we start by you giving us a bit of background and, and telling us a bit about what you do, please? Absolutely. As you say, it's Mark Wilkins, Head of Training and External Affairs for Valent in the UK. Uh, I first joined Valent in 1995 and I've had a variety of roles in the business, including product management, marketing, business development, strategy development, training, government relations, and a three-year stint as technical and training director in our operation in Turkey. Lovely. Thank you, Mark. I'm also joined by Ryan Halliday from Roxborough Heating. Hi, Ryan. Tell us a bit about yourself. Hi, Simon. So, um, yeah, I'm a director at Roxborough Heating, a company down in the Scottish Borders. Um, established in 2005, just as kind of a breakdown service sort of company. Um, I joined in 2012, now offering all aspects, plumbing, heating, um, commercial, domestic, and currently this year moving into renewables. Thanks, Ryan. And at last, but by no means least, I have Christian Ford from Indigo Renewable Energies. Uh, yeah, I'm Christian, one of the directors at Indigo Renewable Energies. Uh, we're a small Leicestershire-based business. Uh, we specialise in design, supply, installation and commissioning of renewable energy systems, predominantly uh, air source and ground source with a bit of solar thrown in there for good measure. We installed our first heat pump around about 12 years ago now uh, and we've wholly embraced the renewable sector and our business model and activity is based pretty much around renewables nowadays. Uh, we've grown from two to ten people over the years. Uh, we're looking to take on more people in the in the near future uh, with the bonus coming out with the Green Homes grant uh, and the influx of inquiries we've seen coming through that and also people's knowledge and perception of renewables as it grows. Uh, so exciting times really for us in the renewable sector. Brilliant, Kristen. Thank you. Um, so we're doing a bit of research for this podcast. There's a lot of phrases and terms that are out there. One of them really was, was decarbonisation. Mark, what is decarbonisation about and what's driving it? Well, I, I guess the key driver to decarbonising heating buildings has been set by our government uh, with their ambitious net zero carbon target by 2050, 2045 if you're in Scotland. Um, basically, this means a 100% reduction of the carbon emissions compared to 1990s levels, and it includes emissions from a wide variety of sources, including domestic and light commercial heating and buildings. In reality, we're going to see a range of laws being introduced to limit carbon emissions. For instance, we're waiting for the uh, details of expected changes to Part L in England of the building regulations, which will be implemented sometime next year. And also something called the Future Home Standard, which will set even more ambitious carbon reduction targets for new build properties from 2025. The building regulations will also eventually change for existing dwellings, and we can expect some impacts on replacement heating systems in future as well. I guess there's lots of things like financial incentives now being talked about as well, like RHI and MCS and things like that. Uh, there, there certainly are. I mean, you've, you've got the RHI, the Renewable Heat Incentive, which is a government financial initiative to promote the use of renewable heat, uh, switching people to low-carbon heating systems, 
eligible heating systems such as heat pumps can help save carbon emissions. Eligible technologies like heat pumps um, and qualifying customers receive a quarterly payment there for about seven years, depending upon the amount of clean green heat that their system is estimated to produce. And then um, fairly hot off the press as well is the Green Homes Grant. Now, the Green Homes Grant is one of the measures that Chancellor uh, Rishi Sunak recently announced as part of our green recovery from COVID-19. Essentially, homeowners in England can get vouchers worth up to £5,000 to make their homes more energy efficient. There's a whole range of measures, but uh, they do include insulation and heat pumps as well. Four heat pumps um, installers will have to be MCS and Trustmark registered, so it's not quite as simple as putting the technologies on. There are ways to uh, to get the vouchers, um, but it's good incentives. And as well in Scotland, there are other local initiatives that are that are available to help cover the cost. And Ryan, I know that um, you as a business, you've recently got into the heat pump arena. Uh, how easy have you found it? Um, yeah, not too bad to get into. Uh, we find the training um, and that sort of side, getting into it was simple. Due to the current circumstances around with COVID, I had 14 weeks basically sat at home, so I could get a lot of research, a lot of Zoom meetings. Um, so yeah, we found it good. Because I think, I think it, it, a lot of the terminology and the different schemes does sometimes put off installers from getting into this, um, into this sector. I, I would say when we went to our first sort of introduction up in Glasgow, um, we came away kind of mind-blowing, a lot of sums, a lot of calculations. Um, but now you start to realise that it's, it's a little bit simpler than first thought. And Christian, the incentives, as a, as a business that's successful at installing renewables, are they really working? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, certainly the RHI, when it was released, uh, unfortunately it wasn't released with much of a fanfare, uh, not in the way that the Green Homes Grant has been. Uh, but those that know about the renewable heat incentive and are in the position to take advantage of it through MCS accredited installers, um, it really does work. It's a great incentive for people, uh, not so much so on the upfront capital costs of the installation, but certainly after the event, you get quarterly payments into your bank account for seven years based on the heat pump you've had installed in your home so it absolutely works yeah and heat pumps are, are obviously going to be a really important thing moving forward we'll have a lot of listeners out there that are potentially in the position that ryan was in a few a few months ago which is i want to get into it but really what made you take the jump ryan well we maybe two years ago two and a half years ago started in the kind of new build sector maybe one or two houses in the first year. Last year we had two schemes, all gas boilers. Um, and then at the end of last year, I had a, a kind of meeting with a developer, um, just speaking, seeing how things were going. And he just mentioned, look, all schemes in this area are going to be air source from now on. Um, and me and the other business partners spoke about it and says, if we want to grow the way we want to, we want to move into this sector, we need to move now, move into renewables or we're going to get left behind. And do you think uh, homeowners are more aware of this sort of technology? Maybe Christian, one for you. You know, do you get more, are you getting more inquiries now for this type of technology? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, consumers are getting more savvy to the fact that uh, in the news and in the media, they're seeing the decarbonisation uh, bills that are coming in through Parliament. So absolutely, um, certainly I think uh, Ryan hit the nail on the head with new developments. Anybody that's looking at a new house now, they're more likely to uh, invest and look at the option of an air source heat pump. And that's even uh, developers are on gas. Uh, they still are making it and looking at it as a consideration because it's a, it's a real viable option. Is it a certain type of person, though, Christian, that that really goes for this type of technology? 
We get we get all sorts of demographics, really. Uh, but I would say mainly uh, we are looking at self-builders, building their own homes, uh, home for life, want to make sure that they're future-proofing their homes with the right technologies. Next, we'll have probably our biggest market is uh, small to medium developers who are building four or five houses, high quality a year. Uh, they're generally in off-grad rural locations, so uh, they tend to always have air source or ground source. We still do get a few retrofit, but certainly not as many as we do in the new build sector retrofit has its own sort of uh, bag of problems that you have to try and overcome um, they're not as easy and straightforward as a new build application doesn't mean to say they can't work because we've done it successfully but where we may do 12 uh, air source or 12 ground source we probably only do one of those in retrofit I mean, there's, there's obviously a, a large um, need now for this type of technology. Um, Mark, uh, interestingly enough, where would a um, where would a potential gas installer go to to try and get into this sector? Well, I think the first thing, um, Simon, is training. Um, understand what what a heat pump is. Um, understand how a heat pump can be used. Understand what the differences are between designing for high temperature fossil fuel systems and low temperature heat pump systems. Um, so training will be the first place I go, and it's uh, something we've structured during the lockdown period with a modular approach, online training mixed with um, in center training where we can. So um, yeah, come come and talk to us about training. I suppose heat pumps can be a little bit scary for installers that haven't um, haven't tried them out before as well. So I suppose training is crucial for that. What's the what's the best training to go on just to get into it? Uh, it really depends, Simon, where you're coming from. If if you are coming new into into heat pumps, as as a company, Valent has defined what we call a heat pump training journey. So it will take you from um, zero to green hero, if you like. Uh, it will take you all the way from knowing nothing to um, to being able to install a uh, heat pump. You will need some practical training as well so you will need to some time in the in the centers of excellence with us but we can do a lot of that online so there are five basic modules that we've got that take you through the the reason the needs to decarbonize what a heat pump is what our range overview is and then the basic heat pumps themselves we also got a, a module on controls because that's a very important part of the of the heat pump system design if you want to go beyond that we can offer training courses on ground source heat pumps uh, split systems we've even got a very very technical um, course on natural refrigerants and and how the world is changing for uh, for what actually goes on inside a heat pump yeah i think um, maybe for some of the listeners out there that are um, just looking to heat pumps for the first time can you just give us a real basic overview of, of the type of heat pumps that are out there yeah now we, we could quite easily go on to full-on training session here but I'll, I'll keep it brief um, a, a heat pump is a home heating device it takes heat energy from a low temperature source that could be the ground water or air it passes that heat energy through a refrigerant cycle increasing the heat to a usable level and then transferring that to the home heating system the radiators or the underfloor system realistically it's a little bit like a fridge that works backwards with a fridge you take heat out of the food inside the cabinet the cold cabinet and you put that through a refrigerant circuit and you dump it out the back of the fridge um, in this case heat is the waste product from the fridge and that's why your fridge is always hot at the back we're using the same principles but we're taking the heat energy from the ground or from the air or from water putting them through the refrigerant cycle, increasing them up or pumping up the heat uh, and putting that into the home to be used with heat as the product. Thanks, Mark. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that you can use a heat pump in a lots of different areas. 
Absolutely. I mean, heat pumps are suitable for a range of applications, on-grid, off-grid, new build or retrofit. It really does depend on the property and whether any changes required to the property can be made and, and the customer's willing to make them. Um, a heat pump is a low-temperature heat generator, so you may need to change the radiators to increase the size of radiators to get the heat into the property, or you may need to change the size of the pipework to get the amount of, um, of water through the system that you need. It's always sensible in, in any installation to look at the heat loss of the property and to make recommendations for improving the insulation or the ventilation, but that's equally true of a boiler installation. Um, as I say, if you want to know more, then come on the heat pump journey with us and, and come through the training side. Thanks, Mark. I think we'll try and get some links to the training uh, beneath the podcast as well so people can easily click through. Um, Christian, it's, it's interesting that Mark says that you can literally put a heat pump in lots of different scenarios. Do you do more heat pumps in new build or retrofit projects? What, what are the type of work that you do? I would say 90% of what we do is new build. Uh, the remaining 10% would be retrofit. Uh, I think that's probably likely to change over the next six months with the Green Homes Grant because uh, that's really aimed towards retrofit. It's not open to new build properties, so it's only there for the retrofit market. So I expect to see uh, that kind of percentage swing a little bit, uh, but mostly uh, we do new build properties. Thanks, Christian. Um... Ryan, I know that um, the guys have talked a lot about grants and how homeowners are accessing money from the government to make this this happen. Um, are, are you through all of your qualifications now? That means you can offer these grants to the customers. Uh, yeah, we're we're now just about there set up. Um, like I say, most of our work just now is through developer. Um, that obviously they can't uh, claim the RHI, um, but private customers can. Uh, we have recently just had three inquiries um, from private customers, so they're in the journey now, going through the paperwork, um, seeing what grants are available for them. Um, so yeah, we're we're set up and ready to go. Great. And are you, are you, are you finding it easy to explain to the customers about the heat pumps? Um, yeah, I mean, in general concept, they they get the idea. Um, trying to explain, obviously, we're bringing down the their carbon footprint. Um, what money they can get involved obviously they're, they're interested in oh I can claim this for seven years that's what they want to know at the end most people phone us up and say right seven years what can I get back it's it's not really what's it got to cost here what's it got to cost there it's literally how much money can I get back for this compared to my gas or what, what's my saving here what's my saving there yeah, and I, th- and I think I mean, and that's that's important, isn't it? Because I think you know the modern installer of today needs to be ready to install the product that's right for the property nowadays, and not just say, "Oh, you'll have a combi because you always have a boiler." Yeah, I think if you've got the knowledge there, and you go into the house, and you you have to be quite clear. Obviously, there's no point in going too technical, but if you basically go in and say, "Right, this is what is suited for your property," um, it's got to cost X amount, but you will save this, you'll save that, and you're doing good to the planet. I mean, yeah, they, they seem to go with what you're saying. Have you come across any customers that have gas in the property as well that you quote in? Um, in our area, it's more, because we're rural, there's a lot of oil and LPG, and we find it's more those sort of people that are getting rid of the, like the storage tanks outside, or um, in truthless, the main mains gas supply, everybody's happy with that just now. Um, but yeah, definitely rural properties where, where LPG and oil are, are looking at air source. Christian, have you, have you done any installations that are on gas? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, generally, we find it's coupled with some sort of renovation or extension that's happening that happening on the property. So it's pretty rare that we go and do a straight swap from a gas boiler to an air source heat pump. We have done it a few times, but ordinarily, if we're in an off-on gas area, it's about them having an extension, uh, some new means or measures put onto the property, and they couple that with updating their heating system because they were going to do it anyway. Uh, and at that point, they generally like to entertain at least looking at uh, an air source heat pump. So Ryan, on your journey towards being an installer that can do heat pumps, can you just talk us through um, what you've had to do? Uh, yeah, no problem. Well, like I say, at the end of last year, we kind of sat down, we spoke about, right, where do we go here? Um, are we going to do renewables? Are we going to do ground source? Are we going to do air source? Um, and to be honest, we spoke to our Valent Area rep, just asked, Ken, what's the kind of procedure where do we go for here so our area rep passes on to the renewables rep he came down came to the office and then next thing we're booked in training at the glasgow center and it just kind of snowballed through there no and i think that's that's really important because as i say as part of the proudly supporting installers from valen we want to make sure that everybody's got access to to the to the new marketplace it's definitely a a big opportunity for people to get involved and and and, and really sort of build a business with heat pumps so Christian, uh, for you, um, what one piece of advice have you got for somebody like Ryan that was looking towards trying to get into this to this industry? I think one of the first things you should do quite early on is partner with a manufacturer because uh, once you've got that kind of relationship in place, it really does help to cement your knowledge base around heat pumps because you've always got the support of your renewable guy. Even the guys on the merchant counters know the manufacturer, know the product a little bit. So it's always it's always useful initially to partner with uh, a good manufacturer. That's, that's really key. Uh, but also it's really good to make sure that you've got your prospects well in place with regards to your trading of your staff um, and making sure that you know your own business really. What's the um, what's the one thing that you wouldn't ever do again in this in this side of the business? I think try and grow too quickly would probably be key. Uh, it's the heat pump industry has been a slow burn. You know, we when it first the RHI first came out, we sort of put a lot of time and effort into hoping that we were going to get this huge influx of inquiries and jobs, uh, and it has happened, but just not as quickly as we anticipated. So I think um, just the heat pump market is one of those where you have to be patient with it. But now we've got a good solid business that you know we it, we're all about renewables now. But I think initially we tried to we expected too much too quickly from it, um, and it just didn't quite happen as soon as we hoped yeah and I think I think that's right I mean I think everybody now is talking about this this marketplace so it is the right time to be getting into it Mark um, if you are a, a, a traditional gas installer is the skill sets very similar because I hear about people talking things like F gas and refrigerants um, are there some differences in skill set uh, there are a lot of transferable skills between gas and traditional heating installers and heat pump installers. There, there are some differences, F-gas being one. Um, a, a good understanding of heat losses and sizing systems is, is needed by anybody moving into the heat pump area. An understanding of getting heat into the property, of sizing radiators or who to go to to get designs for underfloor done. How you size the pipe work, how you size the um, the cylinder. Most installers would have had this training at some point in the past, so in a lot of cases it's just a refresher. Training on the specific products and the control systems and control strategies is going to be essential uh, there is going to be a bit more in depth because for a lot of people it's new technology so they've got a lot more questions and most cases it's probably confidence rather than 
lack of knowledge. Um, F gas is, is something uh, a little bit different. Potentially, it's specialist to the inside of the heat pump, so it's the, the service technicians and the like. Some types of heat pump, there is a particular type called a refrigerant split system, which you join two parts of the unit together with, with, a, with a refrigerant or F gas. That does need a special qualification. Um, but that generally um, the installer will partner with somebody locally if they haven't got that skill set or they'll work with the manufacturer otherwise it's inside the uh, the sealed part of the of the heat pump so most installers wouldn't need to worry about f gas um, to a large degree and ryan have you, have you found anything um, difficult to upskill your business to install heat pumps uh, i wouldn't say it's, it's difficult um just retraining i mean as a gas installer you're not used to going into a house and just saying right 22 ran, 15 coming off, or a 10 mil, and where it's totally different. You're in, you have to actually concentrate, measure the room, size the room, um, figure out your runs, and like Mark just says, get your underfloor heating sized. Everything takes a bit more time rather than just going in, 10 minute survey and leaving, and then going back to install it. You do need to set aside a day, probably just to survey. Um, so that's the major difference, but then installing, it's just pipe work and radiators like normal. I think that's a very valid point from Ryan. We we um, we're conditioned with boilers. We we know what they how they work. We know how to put them in, and and it's second nature. A heat pumps not an awful lot different. It maybe just takes a little bit more thinking about, uh, a little bit more time on the survey, um, and just thinking through the processes. Yeah, and I genuinely think people are a little bit. I say scares the wrong word, but they are a little bit apprehensive about actually going to do the first one. I mean, mate, Christian, you know, if you if you think back to when you first started out, um, you know, how did you feel about actually sizing your first job? Oh yeah, scared. You know, it's it, it, without a doubt we were sort of how are we going to make this wizardry box thing here create this heat that we've told the client it's going to do? Uh, we didn't fully understand at that point how a heat pump worked, and I think that kind of ethos of is it going to work? Is it going to work? It's still out there, you know, but I know for a fact now that, you know, they do work. They do exactly what they say. As long as you've got the right design and the right specification in place, any heat pump will work. Uh, but yeah, when you first get into that heat pump market and you're used to high temperature, low volume, and suddenly you move to very low temperature, high volume, it is a it is a mind shift for you, absolutely. Um, and when you look at the training that, you, that that we got, I mean, we were we weren't into college anymore. You know, we were long past that in our careers. But we had to go and sort of approach manufacturers and approach people to find out about heat pumps. There's not, and there isn't even still today a heat pump course that you can send an apprentice on. Um, really, the only option you've got is to do a BPEC or a Logic course about heat pumps. Uh, get that, and then look at your uh, manufacturers for support because. I think the one place where the heat pump industry is, is really lacking at the moment is at the grassroots level with apprentices in colleges. There is nothing available for them. You know, we, we still employ and have apprentices every year and ultimately we put them through a gas safety course, not because we necessarily want the gas safety qualification at the end, but it gives, gives them the knowledge about heating systems, fault finding, thermodynamics, things that are important in the heating industry. Uh, but in a three-year gas course um, they will do one day on renewable technology you know there's there's nothing out there that says this is upskilling our future engineers it's just not there yeah i think that that's one of the reasons why i wanted to do this podcast about diversifying your business because i wanted to show people that it isn't you know it can be done it's not as scary as they may think and you know people have done it before so christian i hear a lot of people talking about mcs accreditation 
Um, do you have to have MCS to, to install a heat pump? No, no, you don't have to have MCS to install a heat pump at all. Uh, the reason you maybe want to go for MCS is, uh, I look at it as the gas safe equivalent of the renewables industry. It's that sort of envelope of protection for your customer because it means that you've met a set criteria. You operate in a certain way, there's procedures that you follow. Uh, and it means that ultimately the heat pump's going to be designed, sized and installed the same way every time. Uh, and it just means that it gives the customer that confidence to know that there is some thought, some process and some actual science and sizing involved in them purchasing a heat pump from you. And Brian, are you MCS accredited yet? Uh, no, actually at the moment or not. We are working towards it. Um, but like I said probably previously is that we do a lot of developments um, and developers, they can't claim the RHI, they can't really claim the government incentives. Um, so there's no real need for us right now to be MCS registered. But hopefully in the future, um, we, we're working towards it and then we can offer everything that it's got to offer. So Mark, there'll be people um, listening to this that really want to go all, all in and try and get MCS accreditation. Um, do they need any uh, accreditations first before they go for it? Well, there are two parts to the MCS. One is the, the business processes and things, and the other is the qualification for the individuals working. So the individuals will need an NVQ level three or equivalent, so some form of a apprenticeship or experienced worker route to show that they have some experience in the industry. You will need a part L qualification in England offered by awarding bodies such as BPEC or, or Logic. You'll need your G3 unvented hot water qualification, a water regulations qualification. Again, both of those are offered by BPEC. And you will need a heat pump short course. Uh, again, BPEC have what they call a mapped qualification uh, for the for the heat pump side of things. That takes three days, three to four days to, to achieve. Um, BPEC are an awarding body, uh, an education provider, if you like, and we can, as Valen, offer those courses when the centres are fully open. So it is something that we can help you with and we could manage your uh, training through that route. So guys, you'll have obviously seen by now the new Valent TV campaign that features a heat pump and talks about sustainability. Mark, we know heat pumps are going to play an important role in the future and we're looking forward to it. Yeah, well, if, if you look at the reports recently by the Committee on Climate Change, they say that around 19 million heat pumps will need to be installed by 2050 if we're to hit a net zero carbon target. So plenty of opportunities. But just to put that into context, at current rates, we could in that time install somewhere between 45 and 50 million boilers. So it's not unrealistic, but it's a big step up from where we are today. And guys, you'll have both seen the advert as well, Ryan and Christian. Uh, Christian, what do you think to it? I think it's great. I think the, the key thing out of that is that people are going to understand that a heat pump does a heating system. Some of them don't even know what a heat pump is. They think it might be a tumble dryer or a fridge and in some respects they're right. But to make it really clear that it's a heating system for their home really hits the nail on the head. And Ryan, I think we'll get a lot more inquiries from people that, um, that just want to find out more about this type of systems. Are you ready to, to, to be talking to those customers and how do they differ? Yeah, I mean, the advert's great. I mean, uh, like Christian says, it hits the nail on the head. It's talking about the here and now. It's what's happening. It's climate change. It's everything else. Um, and I mean, as a company, we're set to go out and speak to people and say, look, this is this is what you can have nowadays to heat your home. You don't need to use gas. You don't need to use oil. Um, why not look at a heat pump? Why not look at ground source, air source, um, as are now widely available? So guys, um, we've done it every time at the end of the podcast, but I always allow you to have a little bit of a shameless plug for your business. So Ryan, go for it. 
So yeah, we're Roxbury Heating. Uh, we are based down the Scottish borders. And if you're interested in anything we get up to on a day-to-day basis, we are on Instagram and Facebook. Um, it's just at Roxbury Heating. And Christian, go for it. This is Christian from Indigo Renewable Energies. If you've got anything renewables or sustainable requirements in Leicester in the Midlands area, please get in touch with us. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or by email at inquiries at indigorenewables.co.uk. It'd be great to hear from you. Brilliant. And Mark, I know we've mentioned tra- training heavily in this podcast. Let's sell some training. If you're interested in training, we have a range of online modules available, everything from heat pumps, controls, and the traditional technologies. Uh, the details will be available on the podcast, so uh, get in touch, and we'll help you with your training journey. So guys, as a wrap-up, I'm going to go to you one by one, but what's your final best bit of advice for somebody that's listening to this that absolutely wants to follow the journey and go into heat pumps? Christian, you first, please. I'd say go for it. If you're already involved in the heating industry, you've already got a passion for for any kind of heating. Renewables is the future. It's the most exciting thing that's out there with regards to the heating sector at the moment. Um, get trained, get fitted. Ryan? Yeah, just basically what Christian says is why wait? Do it now. Just go into it. Um, book yourself on a training. Set yourself aside a day and just go for it. Jump in. So guys, thank you ever so much for for being involved in the podcast today. It's been fantastic to get your your different levels of experience and um, and some real-time tips in the industry. So Ryan, thank you ever so much. Thanks, Simon. Thanks for um, being invited on. Christian? Thanks, Simon. Pleasure. It's always a pleasure to see you, Mark. Good to see you, Simon. Thank you. That's all for today. It's been a really interesting discussion. It's clear to see that heat pumps and renewable heat sources are an important part of our industry going forwards. That's why we've launched our Why Wait campaign to show customers how much of an impact they can make on the future of the environment by just making some small changes at home. Most people don't know that central heating accounts for 31% of their total household emissions and by choosing an energy efficient system, whether that's a heat pump, boiler or hybrid system, they can really make a difference. And by investing in sustainability, we're also investing in our installers by driving demand for energy efficient, low carbon heating and creating leads for their businesses. We hope you all found the podcast useful. If you want any more information on our heat pump training courses, why wait campaign or any other ways we're supporting installers check out the links in the description mark christian and ryan thanks so much for your time today and thank you to everyone who tuned in see you next time